contemplative studies is a new field that studies contemplative practices to deepen self-awareness and better understand the human experience. And today on the Sovereign Women Movement Show is such an honor to have as special guest, a beautiful sovereign woman, Kylie Hussini, who is a yoga teacher and also holy fire Reiki master who has studied contemplative studies at Brown University and who today is here to share with us her journey in holistic healing as well as what her perception of self-worth is. Sadnam and welcome to the Sovereign Women Movement Show. I am Jyotira Jukor and this is our movement, ladies, of taking our sovereignty back by healing, healing our inner child, rewiring your subconscious mind and karmic cycles. And Kylie is here with me actually live on Zoom. Hi, Kylie, how are you? Hi. We are so improvising right now. Look at that, I can see you now, your beautiful face. <laughs> it is actually working, see? We always have to work around technology. It's beautiful that we can be anywhere and be live, but at the same time, you always kind of have to pray. <laughs> <laughs> yes thank you for uh yes improvising <laughs> how are you today i am doing well it is sunny and beautiful so i'm outside <laughs> at a park i'm in southeast connecticut oh that is amazing so you're like three hours you're in eastern time right uh yes that's so I, like i was telling you a little bit before we were talking i've never been to the east coast and uh, mm. all i hear is just such so much culture so much beauty so much history so it's something there that I is. want to do. So uh, first of all, like um, I actually was so interested when I read your bio, uh, when I said right. that you actually mentioned that you worked with Holy Fire Reiki Master. Yeah. A, and I, oh my gosh, I was so intrigued. First, like how did you even get on this journey of even like studying these, these types of mm. healing practices and and second, if you want to start off by like sharing, what is that exactly? Yeah. Uh, so I guess before I get into a story, because it's a bit longer, um, Holy Fire Reiki is a specific, um, I guess, lineage or style of Reiki. It's, it was developed maybe around like 10, five years ago by William Rand, who's kind of like a guru in the Reiki world. Uh, and it's just, it's how it's a little bit different than the usui 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 lineage of reiki is that it works uh at a higher vibrational frequency and it's i find in my own experience a difference is um and that my clients have experienced as well is that it tends to be a bit more transformational um which is kind of cool too if you think of you know fire <laughs> the the symbolism of the essence of fire it is transformational so in that way um i've I and the clients that I work with have had really positive results of just how like strong the energy is really that uh, I'm channeling. And I, I think the other thing about Holy Fire Reiki in particular that I really like is that it's, it requires less of um, the practitioner themselves. So it's, it feels like an even clearer channel of energy from the divine to the, um, to the client. So that, I think those are the, the big notice, uh, noticeable differences with the Holy Fire versus other Reiki. That's amazing. And then what, yeah. what part of the world did the lineage actually come from? Um, well, uh, Reiki as a whole came from Japan. Okay. And then Holy Fire was 
developed by William Rand himself. Um, but given that it still is working with Reiki energy, I, you know, kind of honor the, the heritage of that going back to Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a, like a jujitsu. My, my, my son started uh, jujitsu and mm -hmm. then it comes from a specific part of the world, but there's also like Brazilian jujitsu now too, okay. which, which yeah. there's like a variation of, I guess, of the original. I, I think it's something about the moves being more intense and a little mm. Which I thought that's beautiful that, you know, from Japan or from, you know, Asia to, to Brazil, a completely different uh, country, and then still be able to keep the fundamentals of the beauty of the, of the practice. Mm -hmm. for, for some, for people that have never like heard about Reiki, for I've, yeah. I've Reiki is amazing. It's a practice that I believe is now going even more mainstream media. We have a like even people like Dr. Oz, who his, I believe his mm. wife has studied a, a type of Reiki, I don't know what kind. I've seen that it's going on more mainstream. Like how did you, how did you, what interested you about Reiki? Yeah, uh, well, I first discovered Reiki when I was kind of in the midst of my mental health struggles. Uh, Reiki was actually the first healing modality I really got into. Um, I dabbled in yoga, but never had really made a commitment to it. But uh, my friend was trained in Reiki and I was like, you know what, like, I'll try this. And it was just, I think that was probably like one of my first experiences of like laying on the table and I could actually feel my energetic body and kind of more so like almost actually start to feel a little bit of the subtle body rather than just, you know, okay, this is my leg. I'm feeling my leg, but actually like, oh no, there's a lot of stuff there. And that's the stuff that, you know, I've been accumulating for not just lifetimes, but with even my own lifetime that had kind of led up to the point of darkness that I got into. And um, at that point, I, I was in the midst of a pretty bad eating disorder. And I remember her pointing out stuff about my root chakra and like how she was like kind of going along like some of the like the ailments that are typical of the root chakra and like eating disorder came up and it's just like this is crazy like I've never I, I've never told her about this <laughs> like and so for me to have that experience of like you're able to read something in my body that I've never told you about and you know back then this was probably like maybe four years ago I was much more science-minded at the time and so energy healing to me was a like a little bit woohoo <laughs> and so to have an experience that you know kind of um my logic mind was like my logical mind was able to like make sense of it and then spiritually because uh, this is kind of like right around right like right around when I started more getting into the spiritual practices I was like oh there's kind of a connection here like I, I, I can kind of make sense of this uh and so that's that's where I started off of it. And then six months later, I received my first Reiki training. And that was just <laughs> because when you get a Reiki attunement, it causes your whole system to have to realign to be able to actually channel the energy. So for about like two months, I, re I didn't do Reiki on anyone. I was doing Reiki on myself every day. I was having like so much insight about myself I was doing so much self-work um I also at that point when I got my Reiki training I also made the commitment to um 
to a dedicated yoga practice. So I kind of just like turned my life around did like a whole 360 and committed myself to the holistic modalities of healing. Um, and this is after trying Western approaches to medicine for a solid, like about a year and a half, like doing the medication, um, seeing a psychiatrist, seeing a, um, a talk therapist, which I found was really helpful. But the the Western approach and like the Western approach to medicine and just healing in general was just not working for me. Like it just wasn't working. <laughs> I was still in the midst of all the struggles that I initially, you know, set out to heal when I started the approach of Western medicine. And so what really did it for me with why I became so about Reiki and yoga is that I saw how it worked in my life. I saw how it actually made changes. And, you know, even, even within a year, it's just, I really was becoming a different person because I was doing the inner work at those deep levels. And that's, you know, what Reiki and yoga um, allow you to do, because you're not just, you know, taking something, slapping a bandaid on it, being like, yeah, you have, there's probably some root cause, but like, that's not the work we do. And so that's, I think, why, you know, just, yeah, the whole healing, why I vibrate so much with Kundalini yoga, because you're doing the inner work, you know, you're getting to those root issues so that you can actually start to implement um, lasting change. Wow, that's so powerful. Mm -hmm. So literally, it was your own uh, challenges and you using this as a medicine that now that's the passion you need to really be able to teach it. Because I think a lot of people and with a lot of the stuff that has happened in 2020 and in the past, a lot of people that were about the just, you know, yoga is to relax. I think, you know, you don't realize how much inner work you're doing and how much you're facing yourself with these contemplative practices. And yes. I think people, I don't know, what do you think? Do you think people are shifting their consciousness about that? Do you think the stories like yours, so, so powerful about hitting those mental states of, of not mm. feeling in your truth and, and, and being able to find healing through Reiki. Cause that's a powerful story. Yes. And, and yes. yoga, do you think that we're going to start to see this become more common and mainstream, or do you believe we still got some work to do before we get there? Mm. I think we are. I mean, I look at some of like the people in my, like uh, in my area, in my life who, in 2020 have like gone that route and I'm just like I, I this happened to me three years ago <laughs> like it's beautiful to see people you know having these awakenings and actually wanting to do the inner work and realizing like if we're going to do that like you need to have these practices in place to be able to do so I think you know I think we do we are seeing more of that um, I think we're also you know living in an age of information and misinformation and I think that's probably one of the biggest struggles with it is just people have all this information at their fingertips all these you know all these healing modalities that they can do uh and I think you know what can happen and I've done this myself too where you you start to do too much but you start to like I'm gonna change my life around I'm gonna do all these practices and then it becomes this like almost like well wait like I was this person and now I'm just like all of a sudden I'm gonna do this without actually doing the inner work of like working with someone and you know that's where I, I've been doing Reiki I've been doing yoga but I've also been seeing a therapist this whole time so it's not just one thing and I think that's 
what people is important for people to realize. Like, yes, there's all these, you know, maybe new age healing modalities out there that are possible, but it still requires, you know, being grounded within yourself and taking your time. And like, I have to remind myself all the time <laughs> that like healing does not happen overnight. Like even in like a couple of years, I'm like, that's still not a lot of time. And so just having patience, you know, as you try these new processes, because medication might work like in a couple of weeks, but like these um, alternative approaches are, like I said, takes years. So. Uh, I'm so glad that you, you described that so well, because I think a lot of the times people expect, you know, <laughs> that it just with doing this once their whole life is going to transform. And I think you're right. I think people become attached to the practices and they make them now, Oh, if I don't do this, I'm not going to be good. Or, or we yeah. were talking about this, you know, like feeling like you have to change yourself when the truth about healing is you have to learn to accept yourself. <laughs> that's really about it. So exactly. I'm glad that, that you were able to describe that because that's a perfect way to put the journey. It, it's an, and also, perfectly well explained of how you have the different people on your team that assist you because you're here to, to, to heal and rewire. And especially if you're helping other people in the same uh, field, it's very important that you have great mentors and that you do the inner work, continue mm -hmm. to you. I see you show up all the time in our community as well. <laughs> so I think it's, a lot of people think that people that are teaching this, that, that they go through moments of like anxiety anymore or that they have doubt or that you know they don't have to have continued the inner work and no I think it, it raises our level of commitment to being able to, to, to walk the talk don't you yes think? <laughs> yes so much and I mean that's actually something that like looking at my my past experience like when I'm not doing the inner work when I'm not maintaining a high vibration it's like I can't help other people. And like, even if I want to, it's like, that's irresponsible of me to do that. Like, cause I, my vibe is just not at the place that it needs to be at. Um, it's yeah, it's, it's definitely important. <laughs> definitely. It's one of the hardest lessons to learn as a woman. Uh, do you feel that you were driven more uh, with your masculine energy or, or your, <laughs> well, <laughs> definitely, definitely driven with my masculine, uh, to the point of like burnt out hard. Like I was that type A perfectionist, like everything I did, I had to go above and beyond. Um, you know, it was like, that's, that was like a huge driving point for like why I wanted to go to Brown. It was like the Ivy league school. I was a D one athlete cause I did track my first year there. And it was like, yeah, like that's not sustainable. Like it's just not at all. I was completely driven by masculine and I did burn out. I burnt out really hard and to the point where, I mean, that's when I developed my eating disorder. I had to take a medical leave from Brown uh, like two and a half years in. And that's really, you know, what started my journey of self-healing, but also of like really my spiritual journey. Um, like the experience I had kind of that was why I needed to, to take a break. It was, it was really a, a spiritual awakening. And I just, I just had no idea what to do with any of it because I was not in a place where I was supported by people who kind of knew what was going on. It was just kind of like, Oh no, like you're having a meltdown kind of thing. And it was, it was not that at all. And so, you know, I, yeah, very much driven by masculine energy. And then once I allowed my, 
myself to just like have some more freedom to just do things outside of this very rigid like school job career like all that that I had laid out I actually that's when I actually started to develop more of like a relationship with the spiritual side of me because I I mean I was like a hardcore atheist like science like I wanted to go to law school like yeah I was completely different (laughs) and then once I had this like spiritual awakening I was just like oh okay wait there's something here like okay um and then that along with um like psychedelic therapy as well really like that's what just broke it all open for me and I was like actually I'm a very very spiritual person (laughs) like I I cannot continue to let my ego in this very rigid self this like very rigid masculine energy like continue to drive my existence like that just can't happen anymore (laughs) yeah do you think it was the the psychedelics that started doing that to you or do you think it was something before that um reflecting on my experience I definitely think what happened is that I had a psychedelic experience uh at a point where I basically was at my wits end with my depression anxiety and I had heard like this potentially could help and I was like I'm willing to try anything um I was in New Zealand at this point too studying abroad so like I was having a grand old time in New Zealand yeah but I was also like the most depressed point in my life so which is like a weird duality and so when I got back home I tried that and I think what happened is that I wasn't um I didn't have the tools at the time to integrate the experience and so I kind of just had this experience where I was like whoa like I'm finally like having some freedom and like clarity of mind like I actually experienced some quietness in my mind for the first time ever and had um, I very remember clearly this moment of awareness of just like oh like okay like it was just quiet like staring out like at the sky and the trees like life is beautiful like okay and then coming out of that it was like okay time to go back to school time to do all the things that like were making you super depressed and it was like I just my mind broke I was like wait what like I can't do that and so I spent like the past I spent the time after that like trying the western medicine approach and I was like this still isn't it and then once I discovered you know Reiki and yoga I was like oh and I was actually able to start to make sense of the initial experience I had as well as do the inner work and start to actually like you know get to the shit that was like the root causes of all the problems that have been manifesting so far in my life wow yeah <laughs> and I really feel that your story I mean the the stress of the Ivy League school that's a that's such a story that don't you think a lot of people share especially young oh, women yeah. oh yeah definitely I mean even just being at university the second time around and coming back from medical leave and you know being able to have that outside perspective and just seeing how at just just this one school there's like 6000 people the amount of people that are just so stressed out so tightly wound so extrinsically driven like their self-worth really is tied to all these external things like if i get a grade like it was so freeing this past like year and a half to be at school. And I'm like, I don't care about my grades. Like they really don't matter guys. <laughs> like, they really don't. Even at a university where Brown, like you can't fail a class. They try their hardest to make it like less of a thing that stress students out. You can only get A, B's and C's. You can't fail. So they're trying to make it lenient, but it's just 
the type of people that are going to these schools and that are these high achieving, you know, type A people that put so much pressure on themselves, so much pressure. And it's, it's really sad. And it's like, it's, it's hard because, you know, you don't like learn this from nowhere. It's obviously learned from somewhere, but it's also like being done to your, by yourself, to yourself. So it's like, you can't really like, yes, you learned this, but like, you can't really stop doing it unless you like, actually you stop doing it. Like stop stressing you out, stop putting all this pressure on yourself. So. It's, yeah, I'm glad that, I am glad that you mentioned that because I think that so many people, and it's also scary for them to even talk about it, you know? They, they, oh yeah. Nobody, I mean, I think it's, more and more people are okay with saying they have a therapist and I think it should be normal. You know, everybody needs a therapist. <laughs> type of therapist and I do I agree with you I the western approach to me was just not enough either and 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 I think psychedelics can bring a lot of uh incredible healing to a lot of people as we move move forward I, I you kind of led on to self-worth uh, oh yeah that, that was powerful the way you said there um I guess we can close out with that. And also I want to ask you about um, Sunday. Sunday, Kylie will be hosting a, a virtual workshop for us inside of our community at Satori. New moon in Aries. So she'll help, be helping us um, set these intentions energetically. But uh, self-worth for you. We'll keep your story. Essence, uh, what does that mean to your Someone that may be struggling with understanding or integrating that in their life, what would you say? And then uh, mm -hmm. also share with us what will be um, a little bit about Sunday. Yeah. Um, you know, self-worth is a very interesting topic for me. The one that has evolved a lot and one that I'm honestly still, is, I'm still learning. Like I'm still integrating that. Um, having been in unhealthy relationships where I didn't value myself and I didn't place I didn't really have any sense of self-worth to be able to kind of be where I'm at now and like look back then I can see such a big difference and it really ties down to like the ability to one love myself but also have more self-worth and I think what's really tied to self-worth is self-respect and I think for me right now self-worth is loving yourself loving yourself a lot or loving yourself enough that you're not going to take disrespect from others and that you're going to respect and love yourself enough that you stay at this level like you stay at a certain level and anything else that doesn't meet you at that level you don't accept for yourself like that to me is like what self-worth is and you're not going to lower your worth of self to accept someone else into your life or to allow them to be into your life and you're going to hold that bar like to me that's what self-worth is i'd say <laughs> uh, at least for right now <laughs> it's that that's powerful because you gotta have your own value system and you gotta know what that is you know and mm -hmm. you can't copy that from anyone <laughs> <laughs> no. No. and so um, this moon in aries whatever you get uh you're gonna host you're gonna lead us through some uh through some inner work inner work or what are we yeah what should we uh, <laughs> yeah I was thinking because what I really um what I'm fascinated by is and what uh you kind of touched on a little bit of with my contemplative studies background uh which I finished up at Brown 
this past year and a half. That was also the other thing I want to say before I get into this. Um, I took a medical leave and, you know, that was like the hardest thing for me to do in my life. <laughs> it was like to quit school, quote unquote, but it allowed me to go back to school to find this new major that is so much more aligned with what I'm passionate about. And like, I wouldn't have had that opportunity if I didn't take the break. So <laughs> sometimes you don't know things until you know it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but with contemplative studies, uh, I, um, became really fascinated with like the one point in mind and non-dual consciousness and getting to that state of mind or that state of consciousness during meditation and learning to you talk about it a lot with the neutral mind um learning to live in that neutral mind learning to like embody that higher consciousness so that you know as you get emotionally activated as like things happen in your life like you're not separate from it so you're not like um what's the word dissociated and you're not just like I'm up here viewing it all happening and like I'm not gonna feel but you're so dropped in enough where you're like I'm centered and these are this is all happening and I'm living it and it's like I'm still just like in my power like heck yeah (laughs) this is awesome so I really uh what I had in mind for Sunday for the new moon was uh to lead the community through this guided meditation that I really enjoy of um practicing kind of some not detachment what's the word I'm looking for uh, like decentering away from your thoughts and I find that that's really powerful as well of being able to connect with your capital S self uh, so not your not yourself like your idea self your, or your ego or your story but your the capital S self that we all have within us this um, sort of this this essence of presence I guess you could call it uh, and being able to connect with that and it's just it's it's so it's so powerful the the bliss and the joy and just the peace of mind that connecting with your inner self gives you um and so I was thinking uh for Sunday we'd do something along the lines of that and and interestingly enough I've been you know contemplating how does that kind of relate to self-worth to stick with our theme for this month and it's kind of what came to mind and I'll talk a little bit more on Sunday but it's this idea that when you're dropped into your capital S self and you're not really you know caught up in all the story and the ego it's like your self-worth is like (laughs) because it's just like oh my god like wait I am god like I have god consciousness within me like like of course I you know like you do you see where I'm coming from (laughs) so that's yeah <sighs> so that's I, I, what I kind of had in mind. Yeah, I don't even have this. Yeah, I sense it in your energy. It's powerful. <laughs> it's, it's, and these moments that you're describing, you know, even if you have a, a second of this essence of this energy of, of collapsing time mm-hmm. and with all that you are, that's that's a that's the moment that can change your life for healing. Yeah for manifestation i mean you described it right with your reiki experience and the things that have mm-hmm. happened i think that's one of the things that people really we with these contemplative practices as more and more people are learning about them it's learning how to move and just surrender in the moment and see what happens and and mm-hmm. what, yeah on the new moons it's even more powerful because we're literally setting these intentions for a new beginning so we're we're taking a direction of where the energy we wanted to go so I, I i'm excited i'm super pumped yes. and excited about this and awesome uh, me too and i couldn't think of a better person to bring this one to to feel that essence of self-worth i i've been watching the work 
put out and on Instagram. And I, I just love what you're sharing. So much of what you said today just resonated. And it was just like nuggets of, of wisdom that I, all of us, I think, can find ourselves in your story and also find courage to know that there is light, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. There always is. Yes. So I'm super pumped, guys and gals, and actually gals, gals. I, I'm I'm training myself not to use the word guys anymore because it's so. Me too. Long. Have you been or annoyed? girls? <laughs> yeah, yeah, or girls. My sister and I call each other that. Um, we're like we're not girls, like we're women. <laughs> so I, I try to use women or ladies. I don't know, like, ladies is like, so, but. I, I hear you on that. Yes. Uh, I have such a bad habit with guys. It's like, oh, every time I say it. That's hard. Like, you have sons too. So <laughs> There you go. Well, we're, I'm trying to change that in me, but I am aware that it's there. <laughs> there you go. Yes, ladies. So um, Kylie will be hosting this workshop for us on Sunday, and it is included as part of your April monthly um, membership. So you've become a member. Today's the last day. Wednesday's the last day because today we start our first series in our classes of Kundalini Yoga technology to initiate and move into this frequency of self-worth, this state of consciousness where you know all that you are and all that you ever will be and, and you're perfectly cool with it. <laughs> and so self-worth on a whole other level beyond self-esteem, right? So we start tonight with our first series of class. It is more powerful if you join us live, but many of our members do watch the replays and that's totally okay. But they follow the uh, calendar to stay in alignment with the medicine. So uh, today, last night, today, I mean, midnight is the last day. So you can go to the link below or if you're on the podcast or in the bio on IG, very easy. Just click on that link and easy to enroll for the month or you can enroll for the year over there. Like I said, Kylie, um, and you're getting lots of hearts over here on Instagram, Carly, um, Kylie. Kylie can't see them, but she, she, I'm telling her. <laughs> we, are, we improvised today and it actually worked out just fine. <laughs> So, um, and I'm really honored that you're also a community member, Kylie. I just, like I said, I think it's beautiful that the universe aligned to put us in on this earth school together again, sister. Yes. So, thank you. Thank you for doing the inner work and for, and showing up so in radiance at so many, all the time. Um, so if you have any other questions, Kylie, where can we find you too? Like, I know that you do a workshop sometimes. You also have a yeah. classes that you teach. Where can they, where can, where can we find you? Yeah. Uh, the best place is to find me on my Instagram at healing with Kylie. Uh, I do have a website healing with Kylie.com. Uh, uh, yeah, those are the best places to find me at and feel free to DM me. Uh, yeah. If you have any questions, I just want to say hi. <laughs> Sure. I'll make sure that I put her um, handle below so you all can find her. We're going to go find you there soon. <laughs> Thank you so oh, much. Yeah, here. At healing underscore with underscore Kylie. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's super important. That's <laughs> important. So it's at healing underscore, underscore with yeah. underscore Kylie. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. As well, so you all can find her. Thanks, Kylie. This has been awesome. Thank you for sharing your beautiful journey with all of us. Inspired and ready for this new moon. Excited to, for you to share your medicine with all of us. So thank you. And thank you to everyone. Have a blessed rest of your Wednesday. We'll be back on Friday now. I can't believe the week is going to go by so fast, Kylie. We're going to be It's like going to be a new moon again. It really um, is. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Care. We'll see you all later. Have everyone have a blessed day. I'll see you on Friday. Bye now. Bye-bye. Nice.
Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.